0: you have tuned into people no wait the podcast for people with this episode we are going to continue our journaling journey of overcoming self-limiting beliefs today's episode is aimed at helping us identifying our self-limiting beliefs let's get started In the last episode, we discussed that self-limiting beliefs are those specific stories that hold us back in some way from becoming who we truly want to be. We also discussed that these beliefs are often unquestioned and/or unconscious. What is the impact of having these beliefs? Well, from my personal experience and readings, I can say that what we believe is what we experience. As they say, our perception becomes our reality. For example, let's say you are a person with loads of connection and money and you hold a belief that everyone is out to take advantage of you. That belief will be the lens through which you view all your interactions. This means you will constantly be looking for and finding evidence that supports this belief because that is how the human brain is wired. Now let's turn the situation around, you are now a person who truly believes that people are good-natured, kind and generally want to be helpful. This will become your lens to viewing the world. Your brain will constantly be looking for and finding evidence that supports this belief. So overall, if the two people in our examples are put in the same situation, What will be different is the way they interpret someone's behaviour. Their brain will attach a different meaning to the same behaviour depending on their internal beliefs. Their unique perception will become their unique reality. Now, why does that happen? If we all start tabula rasa, why do we end up developing different self-beliefs? I am sure this is a no-brainer for a lot of you. I had to do quite a lot of reading to understand the answer. And the secret is this. Though we are born like a blank slate, the impressions that form on our mind and heart are beyond our control. Our beliefs are largely influenced by family values and beliefs, our unique life experiences, as well as our education. There could be additional factors, and I'm happy for you to lead me on this. But here is the catch. The process of developing self-limiting beliefs, at least in my view, is quite automatic. We are not always able to rationalize our impressions or filter them to make sense of why and when they are formed. That is of course, until there is a catalyst moment in our lives which forces us to introspect and fix ourselves, just like in the movies. For instance, let's take the example of a child who grew up in a family where love and appreciation was contingent on achievement. This child is very likely to develop the limiting belief that he or she is lovable only if he or she is successful. This may prevent this child from experiencing one of the purest forms of love, unconditional love. Now you cannot blame this poor child for developing this self-limiting belief, because that is the only form of love this child has ever experienced. Similarly, another child may grow up in a critical household. This child may develop the belief that love is supposed to be critical, which may prevent this child from experiencing and creating more nurturing connections. Again, we cannot blame this poor child because that is the only form of relationship they have experienced. So basically, this is how self-limiting beliefs operate. They create an artificial bubble of fence and prevent us from experiencing a better, more fulfilling life. Now, how terrible and unfair, isn't it? I mean, all that suffering because of circumstances we didn't even create, which is why we must shoot down our self-limiting beliefs And the first step in that is identifying the target. And that is exactly what we are going to do in today's episode. So are you ready with your pen and journal? To help you ease into a reflective mood, I'm going to play a soft music and stay quiet for 30 seconds. Interesting, isn't it? I'm sure it will be a lot of fun. Let's get started. I'm back now and I hope you are ready to start journaling. Well, the first method that I have personally found helpful is the bystander method. This is an objective approach to identifying self-limiting belief. The premise of this method is that it is easier to recognize limiting beliefs in others than it is to recognize our own. Often we are so close to a situation that we can't see where we are messing up. It's only when someone else points it out that it becomes obvious. That is exactly what this method calls upon us to do. It requires us to take on the role of a bystander, that is, a neutral observer in our lives. So to do this exercise, I invite you to choose a problem. It could be an area of your life where you feel stuck or are in need of some clarity. Think of an area of your life that you want to change. Maybe your problem sounds more like, I can't quit my job. Or perhaps it sounds like, I want to switch countries, but I cannot. Go ahead, brainstorm your problem. I'm giving you 15 seconds. Now, once you have done this, step outside yourself. Become an observer of your situation. Try looking at your situation as a bystander. This bystander could be someone completely new or a close friend of yours, someone you trust. My bystander is called Lion Buddy in honor of a friend for whom I have a lot of respect and whose intellect and advice I trust over everybody else. The lion buddy must now think of reasons for my problems. Why would I be stuck in a situation? What beliefs are keeping me stuck? My task and yours is to write down all the reasons that this bystander comes up with. Feel free to pause this episode to finish writing. I am going to pause for 30 seconds to help you gather your thoughts. Well, now I want you to examine your answers. Is there any truth to your self-limiting beliefs? If yes, to what extent? If not, you must continue digging until you find ones that do ring true. As you dig deeper, it will be helpful to think about your values, your assumptions and your unique life experiences. Are any of these contributing to your unconscious limiting beliefs? If so, list them out. Caveat, there is no need to judge any belief. The point is just to get everything out on paper and train your mind to identify your limiting beliefs. Again, feel free to pause this episode to complete this exercise. I'm going to let you enjoy the current track for an additional 30 seconds. Hey ho! So I hope the exercise helped you discover interesting facts about yourself. I personally really like this technique as it helps me evaluate my doubts, thoughts and fears more rationally. However, there is another amazing method that I've chanced upon and I would love to share it with you. This is the blank space method. I'm going to switch tracks now as we switch methods and in case any Taylor Swift fans get their hopes up, I'm opting for royalty-free music for this podcast. Sorry to disappoint you. (laughs) Let's get started. Well, the blank space method is super simple. It is super effective. On your journal page, the first thing you need to do is again, describe a situation or a problem that you are struggling with. It is similar to our previous exercise, just that this time around, at the end of your sentence, you should add the word because. So an example would be, I cannot quit my job because blank space, insert your reason. Or I cannot change countries because blank space, insert your reason. Now, what you say after the word because will give you a clue as to what your underlying limiting beliefs are. Again, a key point here is not to judge your answer. The point is to do this several times for the same topic and write down your answer each time. What is key is to record the first thing that comes to mind. From experience, I can tell you that this exercise must be done without overthinking. Only then will it help you uncover your unconscious beliefs surrounding your chosen problem. I vouch by this. I I am an overthinker myself and I can tell you, you need to stop that to make the best use out of this exercise. I'm sure you'll do this at your own leisure. But meanwhile, I have some notes from yesterday when I was doing this exercise myself, and I can share what I came up with. So my stuck situation was about this podcast. I can't start a podcast because I don't know how to start a podcast. Digging deeper, I came up with this sentence. I can't start a podcast because I don't know what to talk about. Coming up to option C. I can't start a podcast because I'm not sure what the outcome will be. And finally, I discovered that I can't start a podcast because my podcast might fail. The last sentence was the bull's eye for me because it brought me face to face with the biggest self-limiting belief standing in the way of launching my podcast. My fear of failure. Why do I have this fear? Well, those reflections are hidden safely in my journal. That is the beauty of journaling, isn't it? It's a heart-to-heart conversation between us and those blank sheets of paper who will always stay loyal to us. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode. I hope you will give both the exercises discussed today a shot and do more journaling. Few housekeeping points before we close this episode. Number one. I'm super keen to hear your comments and observations from the exercises we have discussed. The way for you to do that is by following the podcast and me on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and start engaging. It is my heartfelt desire to create a vibrant community of like-minded people with this podcast. And that is only possible with your engagement. I will be more than happy to give the best slash most interesting answers. A shout out in the upcoming episodes. Oh la la. And second, these are the initial days of the podcast. And I'm very keen to get as much feedback, likes, shares and subscribes as possible. So please do me the honor and let me know what you want to hear. This is your podcast and I am at your service. Well, that is all from me. I look forward to you tuning into the next episode. We will discuss how to overcome self-limiting beliefs. I hope you have an inspiring week ahead. I'm going to leave you with this quote to instill positivity, quote, ours is the one ever present voice in our lives. Therefore, it is crucial that our self-talk instill confidence within us and is supportive, not submerging. And that our attitudes toward ourselves help keep our spirits afloat through acceptance and trust. Unquote. See you next time.